Well, 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 if it isn't Aiden Jones and you're listening to... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like starting off with well, 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 but I don't know if that has the fucking right... What's the... Uh, like, not syntax. That doesn't pass, does it? Well, 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 if it isn't Aiden Jones and you're listening to Sitting Under a Tree. Oh, maybe that does. Does that work? That fucking works. Anyway, how the fuck are you, idiots? Idiots, uh, today is... Tuesday, the 15th of February, 2022. Ow! 2022. I just got my tea bag out of my tea and I burnt my finger. Um, I'm filming today. Thought I'd call that early. Just because maybe it's going to make me feel weird and maybe it's going to make the podcast worse. Isn't that interesting? It's like uh, my limited understanding of that fucking... Man, there's a joke in one of Bill Bailey's early... Do you guys know Bill Bailey? Like from Black Books, Bill Bailey, the one who plays Manny with the hair and he's like a pianist or whatever. I remember getting into this album that he put out. It's called Live in New York 2002. And um, I mean, evidently it's him in New York, but I remember getting into it when I was a kid. I downloaded them all individually off of LimeWire, each track, and there were like two tracks missing. But it's really like, it's like smart or it's like the kind of comedy that makes you feel smart and he's there with the crowd and talking about, like, he does, like, uh, three blokes walk into a bar. One of them is a little bit silly. And the whole scene unfolds with a tedious inevitability. You know, he's doing, like, kind of meta comedy. Um, and there was a joke that he did about uh, Schro- about Schrodinger, maybe? He talks about physics and he says, if you shine a light, Uh, we discovered that by shining a light on the particle, you distort the image of the particle and then you can't take a proper reading. So we shined the smallest light possible, the glove box light, in a Dodge Honda Maxi or some fucking bullshit like that. Um, The joke being that whatever. But that, that, I mean, the joke there is just at the expense of the car and the glove box light is so shitty. But that, that, that joke has informed my whole understanding <laughs> of quantum physics. <laughs> um, it's just that when you observe something, you distort it by observing it. And so you are unable to know the true nature of something. And I guess what I'm like making reference to that here is like by filming myself, I'm changing the way that I behave. And I hope it doesn't change the podcast, the fact that I'm filming myself. I do feel weird. I can also... So I'm film, I've tried filming myself before on the fucking MacBook. Turns out that I bought the MacBook two years ago thinking that it would be like seamless and perfect. Like every fucking Mac cunt ever said, oh, it's fucking so good, man. You don't have to worry about blah, blah, blah. And then I buy it and they're like, oh, well, you still got to do this. And I'm like, yeah, now you tell me after I bought the fucking thing. Now, suddenly, it's like, well, there are some issues. Like, what are you, the salesperson for the fucking Mac? Now that I fucking own a Mac, all the Mac users, are, you know, they've run to the fucking hillsides. And it's just my brother, a PC guy, going, why'd you buy a fucking Mac for, you idiot? <laughs> I'm like, well, where were you when I had a fucking PC? 
Anyway, so I've tried to film the podcast before and um, I filmed it on my MacBook with the built-in camera and it was just, it didn't work. Like it was, there was something out because I still want to use the audio that I record with my microphone, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Look at how fucking angry I am. I think I'm angry and I'm upset because I'm trying to do a new thing and it's uncomfortable. Let me have some tea, ground myself. Oh, oh, that is way too hot. (sighs) Yeah, I think I'm angry and I'm uncomfortable because I'm trying something new, which is filming myself. Um, Yeah, when I filmed with the MacBook Pro, like built-in camera the audio from the microphone and then I put it in iMovie, they didn't sync up for some reason and I looked it up and people were like, oh yeah, it's because of this and I'm like, I don't care, just fix it. Man, I used to think that I was like a computer guy. I'm not. I don't... It's hard. I don't understand people who just like live in this world where they're just always using computers and you've got to always be learning something that's the fucking thing with computers i don't like learning i want to know the stuff that i'm knowing and then i just want to create stuff and have other people figure it out (laughs) not even figure out the technology i mean the stuff that i create they got to learn about that too i don't want to learn anything new i just want to listen to myself and then say that stuff it just i don't really know if what i just said makes sense but using computers all the time and having to learn it you're like all right yesterday fuck man i actually you know what i am upset today i'm an upset boy i'm going to adelaide for the fringe ticket sales are in the fucking toilet (laughs) by the way (laughs) if anyone's in adelaide or if you know anyone in adelaide and you want to come and see my new show i have finally figured out the pitch for the show i know what it's about it's not just some bullshit Come and see the show. I'm looking at the camera. I'm speaking directly <laughs> with with authority. Um, the show is about how I've been fired from 14 jobs in my life and I've just started to think that maybe I'm the problem. And I think what I'm going to do is intersperse these stories about me getting over my anger and the chip on my shoulder with things about my grandpa because the link to my grandpa is that my grandpa seems like this person in my life who is completely past all of this stuff that I'm kind of thinking about you know like I struggle with jealousy and bitterness and just not wanting the core thing is I don't like the idea that anyone else might be better than me but that's something that I kind of invent in my head and then that makes me angry at people for, you know, having success or being happy or just having more money than me or whatever the fuck it is. That's the thing that I don't like the idea that someone else might be better than me. And um, my grandpa is someone who, from where I'm sitting, it looks like he's really just, he has none of that. He doesn't care. Like, he still has problems in his day-to-day life, I'm sure. But ultimately, what he does day-to-day is he's just doing fruit tree shit. He's fucking grafting on other trees to other trees. He's down the beach. He's collecting seaweed to make in a fertilizer. You know, like, it's just, it's so far removed from the anxiety 
and the fucking the bitterness that I struggle with on a regular basis and the anger. Um, so that's kind of the show. It's like, I'm bitter and my grandpa's not. How's he do that? You know, let me try and figure that out. And, and there's a bunch of funny stories, whatever. But so I'm going to Adelaide next week. And the, I mean, I've, I've spoken to people where everyone's sales are trash right now. My, my uh, a good friend, Michael Schaefer, was, uh, I think, gracious enough to not tell me what his ticket sales were. I'm, I gave my, I was like, I've sold 18. I'll let you know right now. I've sold 18. And he was like, yeah, mine aren't great either. And I was like, okay, well, they're, <laughs> they're clearly better than mine or else you would say. <laughs> uh, and there's that bitterness. Mm. Um, yeah, man. No, so the, the sales aren't great, but I know everyone's aren't, aren't great. And I'm, to be honest, I'm not actually that worried, but this week, I'm doing promotion shit, you know, and a part of that is I'm getting flyers and I'm doing my posters and I just, like, I've got this, man, something about this fucking show, I just didn't get the poster properly designed from the get-go and I'm suffering for it now. And this is the fourth show that I've done. I should have learnt this lesson by now that you've got to get a professionally designed poster just straight up, just pay one person to fucking do it I didn't do it or the person that I tried to get to do it fell through and then I didn't get an alternative and it's just, I got to stop skimping, man. This is the lesson. I've got to stop trying to cut corners on stuff like this and get it done for free as a favor from someone because when you get a favor from someone, then you can't ask for more, you know, and maybe that person doesn't have time to then if you go like, oh, here, I'll give you some money. They're like, well, I only had time for the favor. I don't have time to do the work. Do you know what I mean? So when I got this photo taken, I was like, that's what I want my poster to be. And then my friend who took the photo was like, I'll design it. And I was like, oh, let me just give you a little start. And then he didn't have time to fully design it. And so I just had this one that I made. And then another friend was like, that's not good, but I'll redesign it for you. And so they redesigned it and made it better. But then they were like, I don't have time now to do Every city has to have an individual poster because it's got different dates. And I don't know how to use fucking Photoshop to change the dates with all the different layers and elements and Canva's not good enough. And it's just, it just, it never ends. And I'm getting a phone call. Oh, no, I'm not answering that phone call. <laughs> it never fucking ends, man. Um, yeah, so yesterday I was, you know, I've got the version of the poster that my friend made. But I've got to change the dates to get it ready for Adelaide, like, you know, because I'm making flyers. So they need to have the Adelaide dates and venue and stuff. And I don't want to bother my friend and I don't want to have to get someone to redesign the poster from scratch, whatever. So I'm just on Canva doing it. And I know I'm doing a bad job, but I'm just like, I'm doing it. All right. I'm just doing it myself. Bad. Very bad. I've done a bad job. Whatever send it out i don't want to learn trying to fucking do i opened a photoshop ish editing program like a web-based one for a bit and i was like maybe i'll do this and then i'm like <laughs> this like because i've got the psd file with all the gradients and the layers and stuff and i just like i clicked on one thing and like <laughs> what happened when i clicked was like absolutely not what I expected to happen. Like some shit just went everywhere. And I was just like, no, <laughs> no, man. 
And then I like Googled like what in this program when this happens. And now I'm watching a fucking 10 minute YouTube tutorial. <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to fucking do this. I fucking, I hate this. I don't want to do it. So I did a bad job rather than learn. I don't want to be watching tutorials. Then that's like a whole day, a whole day of just learning how to use this fucking program. Ugh. <sighs> gotta stop ranting about this so yeah that's how i'm feeling now with this fucking camera and to everyone watching on youtube i reckon there'll be i reckon i'll get here's another anxiety that i have is like i've got like 1100 subscribers now which is sick because i put the i put the um the special out great i got heaps of subscribers but now all right i want to put a podcast up and video it and put it on youtube every week do those subscribers want to see a podcast on YouTube every week? Probably not. So maybe a bunch of them unsubscribe. Maybe I get unverified. You know, maybe I go back to not being monetized because I don't have enough subscribers because I put a podcast up. But whatever. If those people weren't subscribing to me, they were never going to. But it's just scary to think that people might not like the thing that I put into the world. It's scary. Oh. Yeah, man. But I'm happy with my backdrop. I've got my plants. I've got my nice chair, my mirror that's positioned so that you can't see the camera in the mirror. You can just see that it's a mirror. I think I look nice. I'm happy with where I'm sitting and where I'm going to be filming from. Although I am going to probably be filming from different places, especially in the next few weeks because I'm going to be in Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. I feel good about the show, man. I think it's almost there. Uh, in the last few days, I've had people start to message me, like friends in Adelaide start to message me going, hey, where's the show? Are you doing the show? So that's kind of good. And yeah, I'm thinking hopefully people are going to buy last minute. I've got an ad up. I'm going to put some stuff on TikTok. You know, I'm going to be talking about it. I've got an idea to hit up the uh, radio stations with this idea to put my fucking When I Was Your Age song and talk about it and get it on the radio. I, I, I just, I reckon I've got some good stuff in the pipeline this week man talking about this is another technology thing i have been i downloaded SimCity 4 i last week i don't know what it was something just got me thinking about it and i was watching videos of people playing SimCity, and i was like you know what i think i'm i think i'm gonna play SimCity. i just i just felt something calling me and um, my nose is so goddamn itchy um, yeah, man, I just, I had a bit of downtime and I was like, you know what? I might play. And I mean, maybe this is bad in the lead up to the first festival of the season and a very stressful time when I feel like I've got a lot of work. Do I really have time to be obsessed with a fucking a new computer game? But I downloaded it and I've started playing and, uh, you know, there's like the base game or they call it the net man. There's a whole, like the whole community around this game. It's crazy. It was released in 2003. And then I think the, the Rush Hour expansion was like 2013. I don't know. I don't really understand the timeline of when they've released the things. But um, I downloaded the one from 2003 with the Rush Hour expansion for $7. $7 on Saturday. And 
started playing and you can play like regions. So there's like you have your one city, but there's a bunch of different cities in the region and you can build all of them and then they work together and whatever. So you can have like one city in the region might get up to like a million population and be a huge thing, but then there's all these ones around it. I don't know, I'm so fucking excited, man. So I'm watching videos on how to get the transportation systems working because it's actually like a pretty intense simulator. And one of the videos I watched, this guy's like, man, you have to get the um, network add-on mod. So like the game was released in 2003 and evidently the people who made the game made it with a really strong traffic simulator, like a really, you know, it's like a good meaty fucking, what's the word? It can simulate traffic really well and it's high powered, right? But then in 2003, people's computers were just, they wouldn't eat shit. They wouldn't be able to run this game. But it's 20 years later, computers are better. Everyone can run it as it was originally done. So they what they did is they didn't, they didn't build it and then like junk it and build a shit one. They built the good one and then they just turned it down so that it wasn't simulating as much traffic and doing as much math, I think, is basically the way that, they, you know, like they're simulating. Oh, man, there's so much that's interesting about this game. I'm going to explain it. That's not me bailing out on the story. That's just me going, fuck, what bit do I say next? Here's an interesting thing. It's the simulation is done not on individual actors it's done on like a general load so like say there's a road and the road is at 80 percent capacity in sim city the simulation runs with this road is at 80 percent capacity so it's just a number and then all the little cars driving down the road that you see in the game they don't actually have any they're just a representation of how busy the road is whereas there's another game called city skylines that's like a city you know, whatever simulation game that each individual thing in the game that moves around, that is what the simulation is, you know? It's not just a representation. Those things do simulate and they go around and whatever, which is like a much more, it takes much more computational power. That's cool. That's an interesting distinction. Um, but so this guy was saying the network add-on mod, it fixes all of these things because there's like a whole community building this mod for free for this game. For 20 years, they've been updating it. I mean, it just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. It's exciting. I'm playing this game. I can build a city and they've added like all these other different types of roads and it's nerdy fucking autistic shit, to be honest. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm all in on it. I've got my three cities working together at the moment. I'm going to build like some more. I'm going to have different cities just to, I don't know. Ah! Meanwhile, I'm not promoting my show and I still have 18 ticket sales. <laughs> I stayed up to 2am last night. <laughs> I stayed up to 2am last night. Um, downloading this mod and then because I have my fucking Mac like trying to install it on Mac and it wasn't originally supported for Mac, but now it is and I'm reading the fucking things. I have to download Java. This is all very basic stuff, I'm sure. But for me, every roadblock now is like a new, like, I'm like, dude, the, the it's just the people who make these mods. It's such a different fucking world to what I exist in because I download the mod and it's like version 43. 
That's how many they've done. Like, that's how much. That's like more than one a year. That's almost two a year. It's been going for 17 years. That is two a year. Uh, the, yeah, the mod's been going for 17 years, I think. Is what I read. Because I was trying to read the stuff. I want to do it right. I don't want my computer to fuck up and I don't want the game to crash and whatever. So I downloaded and then they're like, just please take the time to read this very short document. And I opened the document and it's... Dude, I mean, it's like 10 pages of like tw like 10 point script and that's part one and there's like eight fucking documents and they're like, just read the first one. I'm like, who has the time? This is like a PhD thesis. You could write, a this person has basically written a PhD about this mod that they've made for this game. It's incredible. And also, I'm not fucking reading it. <laughs> I'm not reading it. No way. I just want to fucking... I don't know. I just want a YouTube video to tell me what to do and then I'll go and do it and I'll be like, oh, look at my city. Nice. But yeah, it's great, man. I'm loving it. I am fucking loving playing this game. And yeah, I got to limit my time. So I think my rule is like, I'll try, let me try. I know with Civ, like when I was playing Civilization, I was like crazy about it for a bit, but then I kind of fell off. And I reckon that it'll happen with this game as well. I'm not going to play it forever. So I think it's going to be, I'm allowed to play at night after gigs. And if I go out after gigs, well, then I just can't play. I'm not allowed to play in the day. I got to do my work in the day. I got to write. I got to promote the show, all of that shit. And even then, like I know last night I did my gig and I filmed it. And I came home and I played SimCity and like I didn't, you know, like I could have got the footage of the gig onto the computer and edited a little bit maybe and got ready to put something on TikTok today, but I didn't do that. So I was like, you know what? Can't be fucked. Don't want to. Um, I just wanted to play SimCity. Got an idea for a TikTok video this week. Oh my God. And this all ties into, man, I think my journey at the moment what the fuck kind of sentence is that? Oh, I hate the start of this story. <laughs> I think right now, my current journey, and look, everyone knows I have a lot of journeys in my life, diverse. I think right now, the shit that I'm kind of focusing on there, that sounded cooler, didn't it? I think right now, like the kind of shit that I'm focusing on, oh, man, have you guys seen this dude, Spanion? Go on fucking Insta. Maybe I'll share a Spanian video today. This dude, I'm trying to be wise. I'm trying to know shit. I'm trying to, you know, say things that feel true and understand who I am. And I've been doing that on the podcast for four years and then stand up for 10 years. And then this guy Spanian from fucking Western Sydney, who's like an ex, like he's like a jail dude covered in tats, some massive like Eshe guy is just like wiser and smarter than I'll ever be. And he talks like a fucking idiot, bah. But he's like, bro, he's like the fucking one of the wisest cunts, bah, like straight up. I love him. Um, I've got to watch some more of his videos. I watched a couple, but I haven't, I haven't gone in yet. But I'm fucking, my mate in Adelaide put me onto him and I'm just like, this is, this guy is the voice of the people. I'm a fucking idiot. This dude... Fuck, I would love to talk to that dude, man. He's got some thoughts about like It's like a 15-minute Instagram live video or like an Instagram whatever. And you're like, there's no way I'm watching this whole thing. And you sit there and you're just fucking watching it. You just listen to this guy talk. And he's like, <laughs> the 
places where he films from, he'll just be like standing on a street or like in an oval. <laughs> Like in the middle of the day and he just gets his phone out and just starts talking about life and like anger and feelings and it's incredible. Um, fuck, what was I talking about? The story. Yeah, I think my journey at the moment is like anger. I'm trying to get past anger. Oh God, no, I really have forgotten what I was talking about. Ah, the SimCity thing. Oh my God, how do you fucking guys sit through this podcast every... (laughs) 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 This is a good one to be the first one on YouTube, isn't it? Oi guys, watch me while I fucking struggle to remember what I was talking about. Um, The show, Anger, Adelaide... Oh, I really have lost it. All right, anyway, yesterday was good. The gig was yeah, the gig was all right. I feel like I am I am very close to fucking, you know, pinning down the thing that I'm trying to talk about. And I've had some mates say that they're going to come. By the way, if you have bought tickets already to the Adelaide shows, thank you for buying those tickets um, and tell some friends. I Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm kind of... I was talking... Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. I was talking to my mate Lewis Garnham yesterday um, and uh, we're going to meet up in Adelaide and, and do some writing together. The dude's given me great notes on my fucking show in the past. And um, I was looking at his Instagram... Oh, sorry, I was looking at his TikTok because he just... I, I messaged him because um, I've been putting these like series of you know stand-up series whatever on tiktok and they've been doing pretty well and i saw he did one a part one and a part two and i messaged him i was like how good is it to put up a series like i really thought that people wouldn't have the attention span to stay focused you know like it's tiktok i thought people would just tune out but if you set if you have like the strong open to the story then by the end like the people who have really wanted to listen, they've listened to the whole thing. And it I don't know, it just feels like people are actually paying attention, which is nice. So I was talking to him about that and he was like, yeah, man, but look at the comments. And I went to the comments section of his fucking thing and it's half of the people there are going like, this is boring, this guy's shit. And uh, I've, I think I know what video I'm going to do on TikTok today, which is just a response to this stuff because it's like... I got people responding to my video. I've talked about that on the pod before, like the video I did about bareback backpacker, about, you know, being half Colombian and making fun of my mum or whatever. Half of the responses are people just going, he's not Colombian enough to make these jokes and just talking shit. And like, I get it. I mean, uh, the reason why someone's saying that is because what what I've said has hurt them. But rather than just say, hey, what you said there hurts me and makes me feel bad they don't do that do they they attack me they go back at me they they go you're not allowed to say this or they try and control me or they try and tell me what i can and can't do rather than just saying how it made them feel which would actually probably be a better you know like way to dissuade me from doing that in the future rather than trying to make me feel shit and i know what i'm asking for is a lot like 
I don't think that any of us really behave well in moments when we feel hurt. I don't think that most of us probably wouldn't stand by all of our actions in moments where we've felt hurt by something that someone's done. But like, can we try to be aware of the things that we're saying? Like, and I guess they could say the same thing about me, but the difference is when I do stand up and put a clip online, I'm not saying that to anyone. I'm putting it online to see who likes it and who doesn't and the people who like it, great. People who don't like it should just move on, but they don't move on. They fucking write comments directly to me telling me, you know, that fucking they don't like me. But I can't respond to those comments and here's where Lewis Garnham comes in. I can't respond to those comments because it just seems petty to engage with that because we can all see that the person writing these comments is just, you know, they're hurt. And they're trying to hurt me because they're hurt. They're not behaving in a good way, in a, like a constructive and positive way. So I'm not going to respond to that. But I still got those feelings and I want to let them out somewhere. And I guess I just like, don't want to respond to that as well because it's me. Because they're talking that way about me. So if I respond to it, it's just going to look like I'm hurt and I'm responding. In, you know, like, and I'm just defending myself and I can't take it or whatever the thing is. It's, I don't know. Maybe I should respond to the comments on my page. I can't think of a good reason why not, but it feels better to defend my friend because, you know, he's put the videos up, same as me, and it's, 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 it's hard what we do, you know? Like, I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm good at it, and my friend has been doing it for 10 years, and he's good at it, and he's fucking written a joke and performed it and worked on it. And worked on just performance in general. And he's put a lot of work into this fucking thing. And he's put it online. And even, I mean, in mine, okay, there's like a political dimension to why people are upset. They're upset because of race and their own ideas around whatever. I can kind of understand that. But on his video, people are just going, this is shit. This is boring. And it's like, yeah, man, that's the fucking style that he's doing. And other people on the video like it, and you're still here just going, well, I, didn't I didn't actually like this. No one fucking cares whether you fucking liked it or not. Oh, it makes me so angry to see those comments, because it's just like that. That makes him feel shit. You writing that makes him feel shit, makes him feel worse than you felt when you sat through his thing, which, by the way, was your fucking choice, idiot. If you didn't like it, then just 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 swipe up. Go to the next video, you fucking loser. Anyway, so yeah, as I was saying, anger is something that I'm trying, <laughs> trying to work through. I feel angry today, don't I? Look at me go. Look at me unleash. I'm going to try and... So what I'm going to do on TikTok is do a video um, responding to the comments in his comment section on his video getting angry like that and saying basically everything that I would want to say to the people in my comment section but I'm not going to say it to the people in mine because that seems petty and kind of pathetic so I'll say it to the people in his and then it seems more noble like I'm defending my friend so I want to do that um, and maybe it'll get heaps of comments and maybe the video will blow up and that'd be cool <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. So what I'm working on in the show and I guess in this now is like I think I'm scared to be angry because I know that it's irrational and not 
you know? It just doesn't make sense really to get angry. I always have in my head, um, there's a quote from the Buddha, I think it's, uh, um, being angry is like swallowing poison and expecting the other person to die, you know? Like if you're angry and you hold on to that and allow yourself to just focus on the other person, the thing they did to you and hold on to your anger because you're like, I'm right, they're wrong and I'm right, so I'm just going to keep being angry at them. You're not changing what they did. They hurt you and that's why you're angry, but you continuing to feel bad about that is a choice and it's not a very productive choice. Like it's something that, like me staying angry at those people who wrote those comments isn't going to change how they feel or the fact that they wrote those comments in the past. Neither of those things are things that I have any control over. All that I have control over is the way that I feel. And um, so I can really know that I can't change their shit, whatever I do. And so with that knowledge, I can go, well, I can just choose to not care about it. I can choose to not focus on it and be happy. So I know that being angry is, you know, it's kind of illogical. But there is something funny about it and maybe if I allow myself to be angry and be that kind of irrational person, this is the idea behind what I want to do with the stand-up and maybe in TikTok as well, is if I allow myself to be angry, then maybe people will recognize in my anger the anger that they have in themselves that they don't let themselves feel because it's unhealthy and they'll see that someone is doing it and they're like, oh my God, thank God he's fucking saying what I felt about my boss or my partner or my family or my friends or whoever that I don't let myself feel because I just don't want to engage with that. He's letting himself engage with it. And he's like, it's almost like taking the bullet and then allowing people to see that and the relief, you know, maybe that's where the laugh comes. Or I allow myself to get so angry that it's kind of ridiculous that they're like, oh my God, I would never say stuff like that. So yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to work on allowing myself to be someone who I know is ridiculous and silly for the purposes of letting people laugh. I was talking to another comic, Oliver Coleman, last night, who I'm getting to know a little bit and I think he's fucking really great and real funny. And um, I've just had a few good conversations with him recently and he is coming from stand-up in a completely different like from a completely different place to what I am because he's a guy who's always done characters and like you know kind of sketch based one man things and he's got he's got a two man show with this um other act Blake Everett um that I haven't actually seen the show but it's done very well and I hear it's very good uh and I was talking to Oliver about how like his new show, he's trying to do... I think I did talk about this last week, maybe. He's trying to do a bit more straight stand-up. And I asked him, like, are you really doing straight stand-up? And he was like, well, you know, there is still irony to it. And I saw him last night and I saw his set. And um, it's interesting, like, there is still irony in what he's doing, but he's not setting it up like, okay, guys, and now the character of the... Like, he used to do, um, like, a, a New York comic from the 80s. He would go like, and now I'm going to do this character of the New York comic from the 80s. And it was very funny. And he was like, you know, being all loud and angry and saying kind of hacky stuff that he clearly didn't believe. Whereas last night, he didn't set up anything. He just, 
he just went on stage and started doing it, but it was clear that there was irony in what he was doing and that he didn't believe the stuff that he was saying. And there was still a kind of artificial, you know, like a, a, a theatrical quality to what he was presenting. Um, and what I kind of admire about that is he's allowing himself the whole time to say things that he doesn't believe. Whereas I think on stage for as long as I've been doing stand-up, I've really tried to say, to never say anything that I don't believe. Um, and I think that having that like rigorous stand-up for the shit that I say on stage, okay, yeah, maybe it's like noble or whatever in my mind. It's like, oh, I'm so pure. But it's not really that funny, is it? Because to say, to, to make jokes, you have to say stuff that you don't believe. And I don't think I've ever lived up to that standard. I think I'm always saying something or another that I don't 100% believe and stand behind in a kind of logical way. But um, to just give myself permission to say more stuff that I don't believe and trust that the audience will understand that I don't believe it is where I'm kind of trying to get to with this anger thing. So it feels like I'm coming from a place of complete sincerity and Oliver Coleman is coming from a place of complete artificial irony and we're both moving towards each other you know um hopefully to a place where it's like we're being honest but we're embodying parts of ourselves that we know are kind of silly so that the audience can laugh at them isn't that interesting and a very unfunny way to break down comedy i think that might be it for this week hey not the funniest pod Really lost some steam there in the middle. Um, if you're watching on YouTube and you've got all the way to this, congratulations. Boo, 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 boo. Um, thanks for listening. Um, what can you do? Subscribe to the podcast if you're not subscribed already. Go on, you know, Apple Music or fucking Spotify or whatever. If you are listening on Apple Music or if you just have Apple or iTunes or whatever and you want to leave a review, five-star review, man. Give me a fucking five-star review. Don't be a little rat. And give me four stars. You're already reviewing the podcast. You're doing the work. You either hate it. There's only two reasons to review a podcast, to take that time out of your day. If you're giving it five stars or if you're giving it one star. And if you're giving it one stars, just like I said before, just don't. Just don't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just don't do that because you're engaging with the negativity. And that's only for me to do. You don't do that. <laughs> I want to be able to engage with my negativity and anger towards people. And I don't want anyone to do the same for me. Got it? Cool. So five stars only, fuck bags. Um, and if you're in Adelaide, buy tickets to the show. It's called Passing Time in the Adelaide Fringe. It's on from the 18th of Feb. That's this Friday is opening night. Um, message me on Instagram or follow the Instagram sitting on the podcast. I will post the, um, I'll post something from Spanion cause he fucking rocks so hard or I'll link to it or whatever. And, um, uh, yeah, follow me on, on Instagram, my personal page, Aiden Jones comedy message me. If you're in Adelaide, if you want to come to the show, message me, I will hundred percent give you free tickets to the opening weekend. Cause I just want to comp those shows out, man. I want to get people in there. And I want to start spreading word of mouth. And if you're not in Adelaide, but you know someone who is, tell them the same thing. If they want free tickets to see a Fringe show, I'm at 8.30, prime time, great fucking date night. Do you know what I mean? Just come and do it. And uh, to everyone else, thank you all for listening. I hope you're having a good week, man, wherever you're at. And you're not as angry and fucked up as me right now. This has been Aiden Jones, sitting under a tree. Peace.